SoWin TV presents. SoWin TV presents. Hello, I'm Lisa Burkhart Worley, and welcome to Pop Talk, the show where you never know what topics might pop up. Well, today we want to welcome a new sponsor for this program. It is Prestige Development Properties, LLC. We're going to provide more about Prestige later on in the show, but we are so excited to have them as our sponsors here at Pop Talk. You know, I think a lot of us are fascinated with Hollywood and the stars. I know I am just a little bit. For example, 28 million households have viewed the Netflix documentary, Harry and Meghan. That's a combination of a star, Meghan Markle, and royalty, Prince Harry. But what is it like for a Christian actor in Hollywood? In a minute, we're going to interview a Christian actress to get her take on working in the film industry. But first, say hello to our Pop Talk co-host. To my immediate left is Michelle Burton. And to my far left is Miata Naomi. And Miata is very close friends with our guest today, so she is going to handle the introduction. Thanks, Lisa. Welcome, Tanya, to our show. Good to be here. Our guest is my friend, Tanya Renee. Um, she's an actor, uh, writer, producer, and is the founder of Empowered to Be and Empowered Media and Talent. She worked in Hollywood for several years and has many credits on camera, including leading, supporting roles for the History Channel, 2020, and numerous other film projects. She has also written and co-starred in two short films that have been nominated for awards. One is even being prepped to be a modern-day Western series. Yeah. <laughs> she also produced, directed, cast, and wrote the scripts for the multi-award-winning document drama Hope Lives in Hohenwald, a story about a community's fight against drug overdose. Last year, she was a producer on another Western film, currently in post-production called Dawn at Dominion. That's right. She also works with Rob Company out of Los Angeles as a talent agent, has some film credits to her name, and was a former rodeo queen. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Tanya. <laughs> you did not start off as an actress, so early in life, in fact, you were married and had a family mm -hmm. uh, when you had a supernatural dream that, uh, about acting. Tell us about that. Well, and first of all, I do want to correct it. It is talent manager. There's a difference with manager and agent. So oh, yes, ma'am. We'll kind of, as we go into my story, know why God's led me to be a manager. Um, but I had a, a very profound dream in 2004. And I had been um, trained up in acting and did a lot of live performances and um, music. I had been recording an album when my mom was sick got sick with cancer. And I laid all of that down um, in 2000. But God gave me this dream. And in this dream, I was pregnant with my daughter. I was just a few weeks away from giving birth to her when he gave me the dream and picked me up out of the bed. Um, it's, it's literally like I could feel myself being lifted out of the bed by angels and taken to old Hollywood. And it's like he was playing an old movie reel of old Hollywood wow. sets, black and white. And I love classic movies. And I could feel the presence of God next to me. And that was what was really cool. And, and uh, the Lord said, you see that? And I said, yes, Lord, I do. And I was really happy about it. And then the movie reel changed to more modern day color, explosives, cool action stuff, and then the darkness that was creeping in. And at that same 
same time, I could feel over to my right, and I knew it was Santa Monica Boulevard, and this dark cloud kind of coming through it. And uh, the Lord said, you see that? And I said, yes, Lord, I do. And he said, that's because my... Well, and, and at that time, he showed me like the, the pedophilia, a lot of the agendas that have crept into things that are just very anti-American, anti-God, anti-family that, that were creeping into all of the stories and in, in our media. And, and the Lord said, you see that? I said, yes, Lord. He said, that's because my children chose to pull my light out of the industry. And it's true, because if you'll look back in history, back in the 50, up until the 50s, early 60s, there was a church organization um, who gave input into what was in films, television, and even our media. And they chose to say, uh, we don't need to be involved in entertainment. It's heathen world, blah, blah, blah. And they chose to disband that organization. And if you can go back, you can look and see that that's about when the transition kind of happened. So after that, then he showed me a movie reel of me in the future. And it was me doing all different types of things in media and entertainment and in the film industry. And some of that's come to be already, and some of it hasn't yet. Um, And he said, Tanya, if you'll go with me on a journey, I'm going to use you, and there'll be many of us, many of you. I'm raising up an army of my people who have been in the world who will tell stories and do things my way. And he said, um, am I not the greatest storyteller there is? And I find our Lord has a great sense of humor. And I said, well, yes, Lord, you are. And he said, then why won't my people do things my way? And I said, I don't know, Lord. But what I do know from that is he was imparting into me like people who are not so afraid to do what he's called them to do or to tell stories that will reach the kind of people he wants to reach. And after that, it's like I literally could feel myself laying back down in the bed I woke up and I thought, oh gosh, my husband's going to think I am nuts. But he woke up. He could tell on my expression that there was something and I I shared the dream with him. And he said, I believe this is God telling you what he's wanting to do through you. I believe this is God. So from that, I said, all right, there's two things. And I looked up and I said, Lord, if this is truly you, I'm not going to manipulate it. This is way bigger than me. And you know, I'm not doing anything with that part of my life anymore. So I will make myself available for you to redirect my life. Uh, and everything that I'm doing, and then I will know it's you. And the second thing I told my husband is we better get ready because the trials are going to be huge to prepare me for doing this. And you were in Dallas at the time when you had this dream? Yep. We lived in Plano. I was involved in the real estate world, had an interior design business, and... um, over time, the Lord redirected every bit of that. It was actually through my daughter that I was pregnant with at the time that he used her to draw us both into our purpose, into the industry. And when we were in California, the Lord reminded me of that. You know, there's no mistake that she was birthed with this because I birthed it in her while she was in your womb. What a testimony. So you obediently moved to Los Angeles to step into the acting world. What kind of transition did you and your family have to endure to be able to to get to that point? (laughs) Well, the the trials, by the way, started in 2004 after that dream that were huge, many at multiple times. But God used my husband's company to draw us to California. I would have never thought, even though I knew the dream, that I would have been going to California to do it. Um, I had to totally shut down my business and um, do what he had led us to do. And in the midst of that, some horrible things had to come out in regards to my marriage. My husband was living a double life, and he doesn't mind me sharing that. He knows it's a part of our testimony, Um, and that had to be dealt with. We were involved with the church in California on a leadership team, had to take steps back, and I literally cried out in in the car and said, why did you bring me out here for this to come out? Like, I was away from all my support system, everything. And in my car, the Lord said, you know why you're here. 
Are you going to use it to keep you from doing what I've called you here to do? Right. Are you going to trust me? Leave him to me, and you continue to do what I've called you to do. And I said, I choose you. And I've been saying that ever since. So we got enmeshed in ministries in the industry, in everything that we were supposed to be doing, and uh, let God direct everything else. You know what I think, Tanya, what comes to me is that he had to take you away from the comfortable old shoe uh, here in Texas and take you to L.A. for you to even have time to see what was going on, for it to be revealed, for him to bring it out. Oh, yeah. And it had to be brought out. But I just think it's so great that you guys are back together and you've worked through all of that. Because marriages, even in in the most dire of circumstances, uh, through prayer and and Mm -hmm. through just uh, repentance, uh, marriage can be worked out. um, Oh, yeah. Well, and it's... And it's God's timing of doing it. He had to set him apart to deal with some of his childhood trauma and do it the right way. But there's just a beautiful story in every bit of that that's a totally different story. But God used us being in L.A. to help our daughter to not also be in this bubble of Texas that we're so blessed to live in to um, be trained up herself for what she's called to do. So why is it so tough for a Christian to break into secular uh, acting? I'm just wondering about that because I know some actresses besides yourself Mm -hmm. who uh, just do Christian film. That's all they do. They just Mm -hmm. stay there because they don't want to maybe submit themselves to some of the things that they have to do in the secular world. So tell tell us about that and why it's difficult. Well, I mean, there's definitely... Oh, gosh. We know the enemy's had a stronghold in this industry for many years, and so he's not going to release that easily. So we have to be bold in who we are in Christ without trying to force it on the world. I think there's a lot of times people of faith um, really live in a bit of a bubble, and, and I don't say that um, to be hateful. It's just, it's, it's true. I feel like a lot of times you have to be ready to face the opposition you're going to face. You've got to know who you are to go onto a set and in a production without compromising your character. And, and you also have to be willing to say no to the things that you know you shouldn't be involved with, to look ahead and say, how can this, you know, ruin my testimony, ruin who I am. Um, other times, I think there's people who are called to be a part of productions and things that gets judged very harshly by the church. And we need to stop allowing that to happen. There's there's criticalness, that kind of Pharisee mindset. And so you truly, as an individual going into this industry, whether you're behind the camera or on it, you have to be pressing in and saying, God, is this something you want me to be involved in or not? Because we can't be uh, light. We can't be God's light, not our own light. We can't be God's light in the darkness, if we're not willing to go into the darkness. Right. My calling <laughs> is to be telling stories in, in many of ours, that army that he was raising up, feel this calling to be just telling really good stories and having good content without those underlying agendas that undermine God's values and, and um, even just the, the good grit of, of American spirit. Um, I think that that's the important thing. We've had this conversation, Tanya and I, several times, and I believe that we have to go out in the world and shine our light, like you said, and and we cannot, we're in this world, but we're not of this world, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean we disconnect from the people around us, because our responsibility is to be Christ-like. Exactly. Yeah, and and sadly, there's an entitlement type mindset, uh, a reputation that many Christians have in the industry, and it's a valid one, I have to say. I've worked with some incredible people who are not people of faith, but what they do, in knowing their values, that is what their values are, but what they do in the industry is excellent. 
They do it with excellence, and they don't mind surrounding themselves with the right people to do what they do well. And sometimes what I find with Christians in the industry is they get in these little cliques and in this safe little world to be with people who are just like them, and we have to stop doing that. We have to empower the people who are great at what they do, even if... They, um, you know, they intimidate us a bit. I've always loved to surround myself with those kind of people, and I, that would be my charge to fellow believers. It's not always media and film managers um, or secular actors that who are ca- causing those problems. Sometimes Christian entertainers yeah. um, have a negative reputation. Can you explain why? Well, I think it is because, look, we we see this happening all around with with the church. And, and, and this is not a condemnation because I am the church, you're the church, we're all the church, but we have to be calling each other up to say, um, number one, we have to be about excellence and not using grace as a justification to be um, to produce less than stellar productions as well as being excellent when we're on a set. And so many times the opposition comes from people who don't want to be called out or don't want to be mentored to be greater, from people who've, who've already been steps ahead of them in the industry. And um, some people just have a bit of this entitlement of, no, 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 I don't need you to tell me what I need to do. I know what I need to do. Or they surround themselves with other people who just fill them with grace and love without holding them accountable to a higher standard. And um, I, I've gone through many things myself to to lovingly and privately try to do those things and went through a whole season of seeing just just people on the surface have um, this, oh, I love Jesus and I love people, but when you see how they're operating, they're not operating that way. And we have to be willing to call that out. Yeah. Yeah, action and accountability. I mean, your actions and your words have to be able to align in order to have that integrity. Exactly. Yes. So what is the answer for Christians who want to be actors? You know, how can they make it in Hollywood? Well, first of all, um, I don't believe any of us should be doing going into this industry unless God's called you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, I would not have chosen this. As a matter of fact, I took several steps back in my career uh, financially to do what I knew God called me to do. Second, you can't do it for the fame or the money. Because if I- anything we do, if that's the first goal, we're going to compromise our character and our integrity to get there. If our character and integrity and hearing from God drives us, then God is going to be the one to bless us financially, and He's going to make us be in front of many people to become famous. So we've got to prepare the character, which is a part of what God's called me to do, prepare people not just with as to be good actors or to be good at what they do with their craft, but to prepare their character and their integrity and their fortitude for what they're called to do in this industry. Look, politics... And the media and entertainment industry are the two greatest forces of influence. So we have to believe that it's going to be the greatest force of opposition that we're going to face. you got to understand what you're walking into. That's why we do this TV show. Well, God actually said, do it. And I'm like, no, don't don't send me back to television, please. Exactly. But but you know what? He's using it for his glory, and it's a great way to reach people. And that's what we think. And we want to pull them in with these topics, just like the one we're talking about today. But you toughed it out in Los Angeles for a a while. Yes. But then you felt like God gave you permission to come back to Texas. Uh, Why did you come back, and how did that all occur? (laughs) <laughs> well, and by the way, I'm just a normal person who is flawed and imperfect, but 
I know that I know that I know that I hear God. And, and I wanted to go on this journey to hear God. In 2018, towards the end of the year, this mama heart, because of what we had walked through in my marriage and a lot of other trials, was seeing my daughter at a teenage time in her life and said, God, I'll go wherever you want me to go. But this mama heart says she needs to kind of go back to Texas and be around some people who will give her some experiences that she won't get back in her life. And so will you allow us to go back to Texas, even if it's for a season, and um, bring some healing and, and so forth as we continue to do what we do? And it was the end of 2018. God gave me another dream. And he, he's given me several, but these are significant ones. And he said, first of all, yes, I am calling you to go back to Texas. Uh, I want you to be diligent about finding a place and getting where you need to be. I will direct you. Secondly, um, there's a warning. When you get there, don't shrink back from what you're called to do and realize that sometimes we get around family and they can be the ones to really call us, you know, pull us away from our calling. Certainly is the case with me. And then third, um, he just he showed me some things that were going to happen. Um, there was going to be uh, an exposure to a lot of the pedophilia and the sex stuff in the industry, and um, that happened, of course, with Weinstein first, and it's continued to unfold. Right. Second, he said there was going to be civil unrest, and third, there was going to be a darkness over the land. He didn't show me what that was, but he said, when you see these things happen, know that I'm calling you out of your trial season and into your new season of purpose, and many of my people are in that new season. So, of course, the civil unrest began to happen in 2019 after we'd gotten back, and then 2020, who would have thought our whole world shut down because of COVID? Yeah. And when you came back, you were separated from your husband at the time, I believe. Yeah. And that also was part of your story. So when you came back, you joined King's University. You went to class, I think the same university as Lisa attended. Yes. And you, took a, you got a degree in media arts. Mm-hmm. But you continue to be disillusioned with the industry. So tell me about that, how that played a part in where you see yourself today. Yeah, cool story on that. I went to school uh, for a year, college, and I was originally going for journalism, got talked into going to media, I mean, into marketing, quit college, and then God called me back to not just do journalism, but media arts. So isn't God great? (laughs) Amazing. Um, I was disillusioned in coming back and getting involved in several Christian film organizations and productions and so forth and seeing things that just disheartened me, grieved me, and in a lot of the way some people privately handled themselves and, and even when things got privately called out for excellence with a good heart, how those things got handled. People pushed you aside and in order to continue those wrong agendas. And I believe God's calling us to hold each other to a higher standard before he can take us further in media. And um, I got very grieved, and I said, God, I don't even want to do this anymore. Like, why? And I would almost rather work with non-Christians in this industry because at least they understand doing things with excellence. And the Lord took me back to the original dream and that it was his people (laughs) who chose to pull his light out. But he even took me bigger to saying, who was it that took Jesus to the cross? Really, it was a lot of supposed Christians. It was Pharisees. And Tanya, you got to remember that in this journey, there's going to be a lot of either Christians who are still walking in their own maturity that you got to leave it with me. This isn't your burden to carry. Yes, ma'am. And secondly, you have to um, realize there's going to be people who profess to be Christians that maybe aren't. So in all of that, he called me to a deeper purpose and to a deeper compassion through what I do to keep me grounded, to not become prideful. And I think that's one of the things we as Christians can do is we begin to say, oh, hey, I've been given this calling. And so we begin to 
hold on to it, what we think is the right reasons, but there's pride that can come in. And he wanted to help me for that to not happen. I think that's something that the word humble came to mind. That's, yes. What, yes. that's what Jesus represents is humbleness. That's right. yes. He wants us all to be humble. Yes. Yeah. Humble exactly. yourself before the Lord and he will lift you up. And yep. so we have to be in a humble uh, position of humility before God will lift we us. We have to let him mm-hmm. exactly. raise, raise us up, right? Being, exactly. Yes, being salt and light. I mean, we, it, not just to Christians or the Christians, but to non-Christians as well. I mean, we have yeah. to be the salt and light to everybody. We don't know who God is going to be calling or bringing, you know, to him or wanting to reach out to. So we just have to make sure that we do have that all the time and looking at everybody instead of just, you know, just Christians alike. Yeah. Yeah. So you stayed in it, but you took a different role as a talent manager. Mm -hmm. Um, What does all that include and how rewarding has it been for you? Wow. It's, well, it's very rewarding, but it was going back to the roots. When I came back into this industry, I said, okay, God, I, am I supposed to be on camera or off? And he said, yes. So, <laughs> but, which is it? Uh, but my main He's calling fun. is the passion he put within me to empower other people to be who they've been called to be in this industry. And so he kind of reminded me of that last year. And it's also followed me throughout my career before coming back into entertainment. Um, and so as a talent manager, I've become a part of a, an incredible talent company in LA. It's a small boutique company who's given me permission to do what she knows I'm called to do in this industry as a person of faith. And that's not to just raise people up to be in Christian films and Christian productions. We should be people of faith being in all types of productions. And I'm not here to judge what those people feel called or led to be involved in, but I am here to speak into them privately about a higher standard. Um, It's been very rewarding, but at the same time, I realized when I made that decision, I couldn't be on the casting services myself, and so I had to pull myself off of those and and only be in productions that um, I engage with or maybe that I've written, and that's another story, but I am blessed in the fact that God is leading me to also raise up other talent that maybe they've been, some of them have been in the industry for a long time. Some of them have already had very successful careers, but God was working in their hearts to give them a deeper purpose or to call them up to be living their life of faith publicly. Right. And um, so it's it's very interesting, this journey God has me on, to not to actually be able to be a defender of the fact that these people are who I'm supposed to manage. I always ask God, am I supposed to take them on as a client or not? Mm. And when he gives me the green light, I know that it's for his purposes. Mm -hmm. Um, People who are flawed, imperfect, and they don't ever try to be perfect, but they know that they stand on God's word and who he says they are. And they have already been at very, many of them, not all of them, have already been in, in very big level productions. What what is the mind? Sorry, is yeah, iron. Ahead. Iron sharpens iron. So yeah. he's using you to sharpen yes. and walk the walk and show others that it can be done. Exactly. Right. What an amazing encourager you are. You must be, and you're really an ambassador in the marketplace by doing this this managing job as well as you're acting and as well as you're writing as well as you're producing all that you're doing it's just amazing how God is using you you know we at the beginning of the show we had some fun we talked about the Netflix uh show with Harry and Megan and <laughs> and I almost didn't watch it because I thought you know I was mad at them and anyway but uh but I did watch it and and I was glad I did because it really showed their humanity it showed mm-hmm. them as people and I think a lot of times people put actors and actresses on a 
a pedestal and they don't really see them as human. Mm -hmm. Now you went through a horrible tragedy this last year. You lost your son mm -hmm. to addiction. And so, I, I, you know, why is it important that we have a different lens when we look at actors and actresses and, and not uh, elevate them so much? Yeah. Well, first of all, there's very much to that. Many times people take actors' words as gospel, and you've got to look at the fruit in their life, and are they a person who's a believer and who's been trained, or, or they're on a, their own path to let God's word lead them? One of the greatest examples to me is Justin Bieber. I see yes. how God has worked in that young man's life. It has blessed me so much. And he's not perfect. He's very raw and real in who he is as a, as a person. And he's working out his salvation right where he's at publicly. But he is standing on, at least at this point, his, his marriage first yes. and honoring his wife. And he's standing on the word. And so what we need to do for those people is pray for them. Yes. Pray for them. Support them publicly and privately when we see things that maybe concern us. Pray into those things because God's given us knowledge into what we see. Um, and I, I, I can give examples of some other people that are prominent right now that are taking a lot of heat. And I would just say pray for those people. They need our prayers. They need our support because you know what? You cannot imagine the pressure that they're getting from underlying forces that I know firsthand are there in Hollywood. Um, a lot of the syndicates and other things that I'll just, I'll leave it more broad, that are pressuring them to not speak on their faith, not live for godly values. So they need our prayers, they need our support, but we don't need to take everything that they do as gospel or as our example of who Christ is in our lives. There's and actually a Hollywood prayer network that yes. I'm on their mailing list, and they pray for all the actors yes. and actresses, mm -hmm. which I think is a great thing. Yes. I'm, I'm involved with that as well as Christian um, Entertainment Guild. I was very involved with that. The leaders that have founded it have done do an incredible job of mentoring up young talent that, that moves out to L.A. Um, to be about their purposes. Wow. Yeah. Well, God, the verse that comes to mind is God works all things for good for those who love him and are called according yes. to his purpose. So, you know, even in the Hollywood industry, when internet and ca cameras and fame and ego step in, you know, God can work that for good. So that's, yeah, he you can. know. And, you know, I'm reminded of what Paul spoke of in 1 Corinthians, I think it's 11, where he, he's basically saying there's going to be divisions and there's going to be people who are going to appear to be good and they're not. But your job is to continue on the path that God has given you and to expect that divisions are going to come, um, not to be a creator of those divisions, though. So you're not only on the talent side. Um, how much acting do you anticipate doing in the future? And are there any projects in the works that you want to share with us? And we just have a little bit of time left. Okay. Um, <laughs> Yes, I will act in things that I'm able, able to collaborate or, or invited in. Um, I have written and produced this modern-day Western called, called Wisdom County Ranch that is is about two women who own a ranch. As And going back to my roots of, of the cowboy and cowgirl, and um, I will be doing some, some more things like that. I also manage a filmmaker who's an actor, uh, Carrie Wallum, and we are working on some good productions as well that we're excited Wonderful. about. Well, thank you for joining us, Tanya Renee. If you want to contact Tanya, you can email her at empowerwordtobe at gmail.com. That is E-M-P-O-W-O-R-D to be at gmail.com. 
Yes, thanks for being with us, Tanya. This has been fascinating. I wish we could talk longer. Maybe <laughs> after this, we can go to lunch. All right. Well, uh, Pop Talk is produced by Pearls of Promise Ministries. You can email us at info at pearlsofpromiseministries.com. You can like us on Facebook. We're on Twitter at Pop Talk Media. We're also on Instagram at pop underscore ministry, ministries. And check out our YouTube page for all of our past Pop Talk television programs. And... Thanks to our new sponsor, Woohoo! Prestige Development Properties, LLC. If you have a project that needs a commercial developer, Prestige Development Properties is the place to go. You can email them at Carrie. K-E-R-R-Y at prestigedev.net, prestigedev.net. And we appreciate all our 12 television platforms, and we want to welcome back CTN Tallahassee as we will be airing there Fridays at 6.30 p.m. And thanks to our great production company, Grace Point Media. For all of your media needs, go to gracepoint.media. That is all for Pop Talk today. We're just ordinary girls who God turned into pearls. Have a great week. Coming soon at the Central Park Performing Arts Center in Largo, Florida, the first annual Solwyn Women's Conference. Hear 20 plus inspiring speakers that will transform you, shift you into your divine path. Mark your calendars, ladies, June 21st to the 23rd. Three full days of fellowship, worship, encouragement, and supporting local female business owners. When your soul prospers, so will your health, your finances, and your relationships. I need a lot of time trying to figure it out. You're stronger than you think. God wants us to walk in freedom. He wants us to understand the blessing. It's time to be healed in your soul, know your true worth, and be all you were beautifully and wonderfully made to be. Purchase your tickets now for this life-changing event at www.soulwindconference.com. Are you feeling broken or lost? Are you struggling to find a community of like-minded women? Come join us on Soulwin, Shining Our Light Women's Inspiration Network. Soulwin women have come out victoriously from their dark places and now use their God-given gifts to shine their light to the whole world. Get your free 30-day trial today. Go to www.soulwin.tv to subscribe now.